thanks for joining us. This is Jonathan Armstrong from Cordray. I'm on the line with Eric Sinrod for another of our Tech Law 10 podcasts. And Eric, you've been thinking about art this week. As Vincent van Gogh might have said, tell us more about it. I'm all ears. <laughs> Very good. Uh, touche. Uh, this is Eric Sinrod and Dwayne Morris. Uh, does art imitate life? Does life imitate art? What is art, actually? Well, we know that Jonathan is an artist when it comes to his legal practice. But in any event, uh, what we're going to talk about today, Jonathan, has to do with art forgeries. And at first blush, it might appear to be a narrow topic, but just stay tuned and you'll see that it has broader applications, especially when we talk about uh, art forgeries in the context of AI, artificial intelligence. Um, at this point, uh, you likely already know that many tasks and functions now are performed by AI that traditionally were performed by us mere mortals. Uh, and you've probably heard quite a bit about that in our prior more than 200 uh, podcasts. So let's get down into it. When it comes to works of art, authenticity is of vital importance. For example, before an art buyer decides to buy a painting supposedly created by Picasso, uh, he or she will want to undertake best efforts to determine whether or not the painting truly is a Picasso Jonathan or whether it's a fake. Uh, plainly, a true Picasso has enormous monetary value, whereas a fake, once discovered as a fake, uh, would not. So one way to seek to ascertain whether a painting like this is authentic is to analyze its provenance. Uh, do you know what that is, Jonathan? Uh, the provenance indeed, yeah. is... Well, I figure you would because you know most things. It, <laughs> we it's the actual on this side of the pond, but I'll I'll give you provenance. Actually, you're right. It is provenance. I mispronounced it this early Monday morning, so thank you for the correction. <laughs> and basically, with the provenance, we're looking at its history of transactions and ownership. Um, another way to determine authenticity is to hire experts to actually visually examine the paintings. But at times, even experts get it wrong. Other ways to determine art authenticity include chemical analyses, carbon dating, yes, that's right, carbon dating, and even x-ray imaging. But again, uh, even employing these different methods, we have debates regarding authenticity regarding uh, as to works of art. Enter artificial intelligence. Researchers from Switzerland and the U.S. now say that AI could end up providing the best means of authentication even, Jonathan, by analyzing a single paint stroke. So if AI truly can deliver accurate authentication determinations, this is where we get the broader application, the art world will stand up and cheer. Why? Do you know that estimates range as high as 50% when it comes to fake works of art? Uh, and when some pieces command exceptionally high purchase prices, like the recent $450 million payment for Leonardo da Vinci's painting, Salvatore Mundi, strong authenticity determinations provided by AI supporting purchases for rare and real art pieces could be of tremendous uh, benefit. So these researchers, Jonathan, from Switzerland and the U.S., what they did was they broke down 297 line drawings, mostly by Pablo Picasso, Henry Matisse, Amadeo Medigliani, and Egon Schiele. Did I pronounce that right? Do you know the last one? I think so. I don't know. 
into roughly 80,000 separate strokes. They then ran those strokes into two AI systems, one, machine learning, and two, deep recurrent neural networks. And by doing this, the researchers were able to detect the precise artist of the painting 80% of the time. So 80% is pretty good, uh, especially when we find out that as many as 50% of works of art that are passed off as authentic are actually fakes. But here, it's very important. Using this AI, they were able to detect fakes every single time by distinguishing spontaneous strokes from inhibited forging strokes. Apparently, the AI can recognize, Jonathan, when there's a spontaneous stroke by the original creator of a work of art versus something that's more inhibited when somebody's copying. So by using AI, you can actually isolate down accurately the true um, creator of a painting, uh, but you can also weed out fakes 100% of the time, apparently. So if this level of accuracy holds up, uh, we can expect AI to be employed going forward when it comes to the planned purchase of rare and famous works of art to determine whether such works are authentic or fakes. And I'm sure if we were to go into Jonathan's gallery at home, there are many famous paintings, but does he know whether they're true or whether they're not? I turn it back to you, Jonathan, for thoughts. I've got a fair idea as to whether they're fakes or not. Um, but um, I think it's a fascinating topic. It's not one that I'd thought of, I have to confess. I wonder if there are other applications. For example, I had quite an interesting evening uh, a week or so ago uh, seeing if we could taste the difference between uh, you know, nice wines and wines that were trying to mimic those wines. Uh, it was a pleasant evening. I'm not sure I'd want my role to be replaced by AI there. But I think that um, I, I think you must be right that the whole art world is about provenance. We know that from documentaries we've seen. We even know that from the famous Hugh Grant film Mickey Blue Eyes, don't we? And um, uh, if that's not as good as a documentary, and um, and it seems to me that that it's just one more application where AI could bring certainty to the market, and I guess certainty is. Is the thing that uh, that value depends on. I guess there are bound to be some losers in this, so there are bound to be some existing works that are called into question. You would think, if the technology is accurate, and then I guess we get into all sorts of debates, don't we, as to uh, who is responsible for any mistakes that are made. That's where you can imagine that the lawyers will have quite a field day, particularly since the world of mm. fine art tends to often be quite That's a good digital. point. And you know what's fascinating? When you start studying uh, art forgeries, many times those who create the forged works of art are extremely talented. Uh, yeah. and, but what they, what they find challenging is can they actually copy, um, as you would say, a Van Gogh, or as we would say, a Van Gogh, or a Picasso, or a Matisse, and then pass it off to a museum, for example, and have it accepted as authentic. They find that the greatest tribute. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if they would put their talents to creating their own original uh, art pieces? Anyhow, this has been your Check Law Tim with something a little bit different, hopefully enlivening up the beginning of your week. Um, as I say, in terms of the broader picture, we're seeing AI show up in many previously unanticipated uh, parts of life. So without further ado, this is Eric Sinrod. 
saying thank you for joining us this week, and we look forward to seeing you, or at least talking to you, uh, the next time. Uh, by the way, we are not robots. We are real. Jonathan, are you real, by the way? I hope so. I uh, hope I'm not. He's certainly, he's certainly intelligent, but is he artificial? <laughs> so anyhow, I turn it back to Jonathan to, to wrap it up. Well, thanks very much, Eric. Time to draw this one to a close. If you can mm. picture a topic that we should be covering in a future podcast, then do let us know. All that remains is to thank you for listening this week, and we'll speak to you again in a week or so. I'm Jonathan Armstrong at CorderCompliance.com. Speak to you again. Cheers. Bye. And I forgot to mention, I'm Eric Sinrod, EJ Sinrod at DwayneMorris.com, and you can find us on the usual social media outlets. Signing out.